What's up, one up? It's your girl, Kitsune here. Um, welcome you back to another episode of MKUltra. And it's uh, Kaiopin Corpus 10. And uh, yeah, guys, thank you for all the support. And I went over to Instagram and I had like 80 likes or something for the artwork. Thank you so much. That really means a lot to me. And uh, yeah, it was incredible thank you so much <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to record a late night because i listened i just listened to the previous podcast and um yeah there's a lot of background noise i'm hoping you heard the story time i want to do um i want to do more story times and more like uh, stuff like that so um yeah, but apologies for um background noise being picked up and so if it's something I'm going to remedy for next month and um you know I actually have a whole back catalogue of episodes and interviews um when the channel had a different name. But um I don't know, it's gonna re release those. There's like three hour uh our conversations and so and um yeah I I like to sort of uh you know anyway bear me hey guys how are you and uh yeah welcome back and yes <laughs> hi <laughs> I'm every time a car goes by I want to be like <laughs> I'm yeah, so I was wondering if like any guys had any ghost experiences when you're a kid or um if you guys even believe in any of that, you know, like ghosts and stuff. Um I had a few experiences actually when I was younger. Uh um my siblings and stuff. I remember like this uh one time um my brothers were getting up to mischief, you know, they were always mischievous and I was like trying to behave and be good and stuff. Um I was more quieter by nature and uh my brothers were more sort of more outgoing and more well boys will be boys and all that, you know. <clears throat> um so like where there's a few there's a few th incidences uh, that happened with ghosts and stuff. I remember like things when I was uh, a kid, you know, like ghost stories and stuff. And we don't know, like, ghost stories around the campfire, do these things influence us or are we recording all of these things, you know? Um, uh, sorry, are we experiencing these things rather? recording <laughs> well some people do record ghosts I suppose um but are we um I, I such as this I I was studying uh or uh, about culture art history and culture <clears throat> and uh one of the uh modules this is a while back um one of the modules had says, um, do you know, is it, does a place have special meaning? Like Glastonbury, or do we, um, 
you know, give it meaning. And there's, you know, debates going back, uh, way back, you know, like, is nature beautiful or is nature only beautiful when we uh, maintain it and cut it back and, uh, you know, the the savage sort of uh, thing and stuff. And that was one of the questions, you know, and there's like Glastonbury, people say Glastonbury was always spiritual, you know, and then there's, uh, there's a city, gosh, I can't even remember where, but um, they have, it's a spiritual city and the whole city has been, has been built to, um, you know, follow the sun, the sun rises and sets over the city in England and uh yeah, it's magical and everyone feels spiritual and positive and stuff, but they, they actually designed this into the, the city and it has the same effect on people as, um, you know, spiritual places. So it's like, do these things exist previous? You know, I mean, we're, we're, these are questions as old as time, aren't they? Like, where do we go after this? And like... Is this the end? You know, the um, is experiences on death real? Is anything real? You know, uh, I also watched like this experiment where they put people in this room, and they uh with tape recorders and everything, and they were uh, and there the car goes by. Um, yeah, so they were to record ghosts and they had said to them, <clears throat> you know, um, well, this place is haunted and there's loads of ghosts here and there's people died here, you know, all that jazz to sort of goosebumps, <laughs> you know, get them going. And uh, the interesting thing was these people experienced uh, ghosts and they were able to pick up voices, yeah, voices on the uh, tape recorders. And it was like, what? You know, so what's happening there, you know? And uh, they says, well, we're probably manifesting these things, you know? So like, you know, let's take a minute there. <laughs> you know, manifesting these things, it's manifesting. So, you know, these things could actually just be mental manifestations of us, you know? That's like pretty uh, scary, <laughs> you know? And, uh, it's there. There is something like Ricky Gervais says. <clears throat> um, you know, Ricky Gervais is funny. I don't agree with the like um, the fact that he sort of attacks people <laughs> in church and stuff. But I can see where he's coming from. I can see like he means well and stuff. But uh, I love to. What he had to say, you know, he says when it comes to ghosts, how come they're always <clears throat> dressed in Victorian outfits? You know, and you don't see like a caveman ghost, <laughs> and that's that's so true. You know, um, you don't see caveman ghosts, or maybe you do, and we, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I had like lots of experiences. So um, yeah, we were supposed to go to bed, and I had this torch, and um, <clears throat> it was like this cheap torch, and honestly. You, you can even see like maybe half a foot in front of you but like that is my nighttime torch to go to the bathroom and uh, um, 
I just thought the bus go by. One of the perks of staying in a city, right? No, um, so yeah, I had this. This was like I believed <clears throat> it, I was, when I was a kid. <clears throat> and I heard ghost stories. <clears throat> I didn't, I'm just going to get a drink. I'm when I was a kid, and I heard like uh, ghost stories. I thought the way of um. I thought the way of uh, combating or defending myself against ghosts was to wrap my little pink blanket around me and run to the bathroom. You know, I still do that sometimes, but let's just keep that between you and I. <laughs> let's face it, you know, there's many of us that are still afraid of the dark. Let's be honest on that one where there's... Um, we're not like not afraid of the dark you know I've seen like even retreats and stuff and uh, people at retreats and friends and stuff who are like I'm not going into the forest it's it's uh, you know it's too dark <laughs> so it's fear of the unknown isn't it I'm drinking these um, well my voice <clears throat> I'm drinking these uh Twinings cold infusion things. That's not a sponsor, by the way. They're just incredible, and it's uh they they've toasted the plants to release uh, uh the flavor. It's it's gorgeous. It's a cold tea, and it's so 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 addictive. They're gorgeous. It's like anyway, this is starting to sound like a commercial, but they're gorgeous. If you like herbal teas, get that. It's incredible. So anyway, so I had this little torch and I was like, um, I tied it, you know, it was probably, you know, one of the torches. Honestly, I chose to um, do the podcast tonight and it just becomes even more busy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, do you know one of those torches that would probably cost like a pound? So it's not even like the police torch. Or like Maglite, I think it is called. I loved my torches. See, so, yeah, even though the brands of the torches, <laughs> that's something that's always been afraid of the dark when when you know brands of torches and so. <clears throat> so I had this little torch and I used to sneak it under my covers and stuff, and it used to be, and it helps me to go to the bathroom to combat these big bad monsters. And um, yeah, I used to sit there like under my covers and read and stuff, and just to get a break from my brothers, you know, because they were like always complete. They were one to do different things than I, I did, and I just wanted to relax with a book or watch um, TV, you know, like watch Element Beyond and stuff. And I didn't want boys jumping around the bed and stuff, and I would try to watch Element Beyond, you know, your love interest and stuff, and you're hearing pillow fights and uh you know <laughs> I'm <clears throat> so um uh, we were up it was probably about two or three my dad had come in many times <clears throat> to say like bed the television switched off we we kept switching on and uh, well, I was switched on and I had it under the covers. I brought it on bed with me at the television. And, you know, just like one of the portables, a black-white portable. <clears throat> well, I did this and um, 
oh, I brought the TV into bed and my brother was like, can I watch it with you? <laughs> you know, and by this time, my third brother, I'm, I'm not giving their names because they're, they've passed on and I want to respect them. And, uh, you know, privacy and all that. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, my other brother passed out and my other brother, um, I had three brothers and uh, he was just like a baby, probably two or something, so he was in my mum and dad. Um, yeah, so this went on and on for a bit and my father came in and, or as I used to call him, daddy. <laughs> so daddy came in and I, he's like, right, that's it, I'm taking this television off, you know, so I took it and we're like, no, <laughs> but we had other plans, <laughs> you know, at that point I was like, I'm, I'm like, by this point at the time, I was sorry, I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel mischievous now. <laughs> Sorry, thank you. And like, um, our, me and my brother, um, the elder of the three, I was uh, sitting there going, oh, what are we going to do now? So I had this idea, right? We'll just run around um, with the torch in the dark. And I, my dad's coming, he's like, right, that's it. Come here and give me that torch and he put the torch up on top of the wardrobe. Now we were um so small we couldn't reach up on top of the wardrobe. So we're we're young, you know, we're still in primary school and stuff and um Well I had an idea. We had uh, this house and previously someone had put a lock in the bedroom. You know, we had, uh, my parents had, obviously, mummy and dad had uh, moved us into uh, the parents' room. And that's probably why there was a lock in the room for privacy or, you know, whatever. But there was a lock in the room. So I had the idea of putting the lock on and then hiding under the covers and I uh, just sitting talking and uh, yeah that is bizarre that the bizarre stuff started to happen then because um my brother I'm trying very hard not to say their name because they're past and uh anyway my brother is like Whoa, did you feel that? And then my head's under the covers. I was like, no, what is it? And the covers were being pulled. And I thought it me and my brother thought it was, you know, my dad's coming in again. And and then we saw the torch. And the torch was like outside of the covers, shining and stuff. And by this point, we were laughing our heads off, you know. And we thought it was um, my dad. And, and then the covers were being pulled off. And that's when things went weird. I felt like this um, terror feeling running through me and I was terrified. And at that point, I was like, you know, Burper, um, we'll just call him Brother One. <laughs> I'm So Brother One, I was like, well, I think it's a monster or I think it's a, a ghost. And I, the covers were being pulled off us, and the light was there, and and then, 
Then this happened. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. And we're like, oh, fuck. That was our bedroom door. And my father was, our daddy was banging on the door. And I'm, you know, pounding on the door, pounding on the door. And I'm, obviously, the penny drops, doesn't it? <laughs> I locked the bloody door behind us. And I um, I put the snip on and um, we were terrified. We started screaming and screaming. And I had kicked the door um, right off the lock. And uh, I suppose what was going on. Well, I was ecstatic by this point. I was screaming and running about and stuff. And I just plunked into bed, put my brother in his bed. And um, that was that. And then the next day, like at breakfast, now the house we had, there was a woman found dead in it. Uh, uh, she'd been in the house a long time and she was found dead. And uh, we thought, when the the real strange things happened, like we'd hear, um, <clears throat> I'll just take another sip of my wonderful tea. It builds the suspense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, there'd be things like my dad would rush into the living room and be like, turn that music off, only to find there's no one in the living room when we're in bed. Or um, things like me and my brothers would sit and talk to this shadow. And it was like this shadow of a woman and she would dance all around the wall. And um, we never knew, we never knew, by the way, because we're kids, that, you know, like um, there is uh, someone died in a house. And uh, so we never knew until Daddy told us later that someone died in a house. And uh, he was shocked, and uh, it was like, what? There is nobody there. Oh, well, it must be the neighbours, blah, blah, blah. You know, and obviously, looking back, my dad was terrified. <laughs> like, he was, he must have been terrified, because he's like, he was the age I am now, so <laughs> he must have been well terrified. And, um, I mean, I'd be scared if I heard music coming from my room and I went into my room and there is no one there and I'm like shouting at the kids, you know, behave. <laughs> so next morning at breakfast, my father, my daddy's like, I'm, uh, I feel like I need to say father, but I always say mummy and daddy and, uh, <laughs> you know, I said mummy and daddy well into like being an adult and all that. <clears throat> but yeah, my daddy uh, was like at breakfast with my and um says, What the hell is that you were doing last night? You know? I went, came in and I said, get to bed and it was blah 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 blah, blah three o'clock in the morning, you know, I don't really swear. Um it's bizarre. Every other podcast, I do, I'm like swearing and stuff. And as soon as I'm telling a, a story that contains mummy and daddy, I'm behaving again. <laughs> um, yeah, so what the heck was that about? You know, what the hell was that about? 
and we're like, well, we were, this happens, and then like, no, let's tell you, but it's like, no, finish your breakfast, come on, you're going to be like, school. it's like, no, this happens, you know, like, <laughs> playing up in South, and like, no, daddy, we're like, in the room, and it wasn't us, and I'm, I locked the door, because, well, why did you lock the door, my dad says, and it's like, okay, we're going to play and stuff, and we're going to run around in the dark, and, um, but then we thought you were, you were in the room, and the torch was there, and it, and my dad was like, stop, I put the torch on the wardrobe, and we're like, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> we're a bit scared, <laughs> we're like, so, and, and he's like, intrigued by this point, you know, <laughs> falling off his chair, going, hmm, tell me more, <laughs> You know, sort of like paranormal activity shit's happening <laughs> to his kids. And he's like, um, uh, yeah, so what happened? <laughs> you know, it was gripped and um, it was like, um, yeah, so what happened? And we're like, the covers have been pulled off us and then there was a torch and stuff. And, um, you know, we're uh, ethnic and stuff and superstitious and stuff, my parents. So they were like, oh, that's definitely some demonic force and stuff and stuff. We're like, no, 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 it might be the, the lady. And it's like, what do you mean, lady? And it's like the lady in the wall. And it's like, what are you talking about? Anyway, I went through this long story about all the, the, the this women in the wall and stuff. My dad's like, no, that's just shadows. And I was like so proud of this, right? My bed was like, the wall was at my back. So the, I was on the bed and the door was, you know, at my head to the right. And the shadow was at my left in the corner. And I was like, that's how I died. So how could the shadow come there and bend around <laughs> and go on that wall? So um, he's like, do you know what? There is a moon found dead in here, you know, think that's, that's why we got the house. You know, we'd moved. I'm... Like so many miles and stuff, and like it wants to be more settled and uh, a more stable sort of environment for us, uh, and uh, you know, like they enjoyed uh, traveling and stuff. And like, there is, I enjoyed a lot about it, I enjoyed being in nature, and I enjoyed like my fi- uh, open fires and stuff. That was incredible. I enjoyed uh, being free and waking up whenever you want and stuff. And like when when I was a kid, I had air rifles. I had um you know um massive um uh like Rambo knives. I I mean I had two two air pistols you know and. Rambo knives, I had axes, I had my, my, my daddy, even though it was, there was a tough upbringing, I, he, he bought me whatever I wanted, you know, like, I remember, like, way back when I was a kid, buying this petrol helicopter, and I smashed it to pieces because my brother touched it, <laughs> like, really, that's what I, I was like, I was like, no, they touched it, it shines now, so I'm, I'm smashing this with a rock, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so my daddy was like, yeah, there was a moon found uh, in this room dead and uh, she was, you know, just there at the window and points over and that's where the bed was in uh, Darden's, oh, sorry, (laughs) but that's where my brother's bed was. Um, 
in the room at that party of the ball and it was like oh shit <laughs> you know um and it was it was so terrifying you know there was such strange things happened in in uh, that uh house that like me and my uh siblings were uh, you know, all uh, ganged up on my eldest brother's bed. Even though my, my little brother was uh, one year younger than me, he always was like, you know, he was a big brother. He always felt like he was my big brother and he always protected me and uh, he was, you know, the bestest, littlest big brother ever. He was such a loving and incredible soul and uh, yeah, so and like you know, years later, even the little baby Adrian, oh sugar, um, saying people's names, <laughs> but um, yeah. So like years later, they all died. But that uh, house was so bizarre. You know, we'd we'd like watch shadows, we'd hear movements and stuff, and I don't know. To, you know, to this day, if it was like our imagination or whatever, but I don't know. Like the the torch was up on top of the wardrobe, and the door was locked and uh, bolted behind us. So you know, take what you will from that. But um, to this day. I still go to the bathroom with um, a blanket around me and my phone torch. <laughs> so, so it affected me that much that, uh, you know, I'm still thinking about it doing podcasts. <laughs> and also, I'm like, an adult now doing podcasts about it. So, yeah, so it's another story time, guys. Um, I'm starting to feel a lot better. My health's picking up, so I'm going to be doing more story times and... Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Guys, thank you so much for coming over to Instagram. Thank you for like 80 likes in an hour, which is incredible. And it means a lot to me. It really does. I spend my entire day doing these artworks. You know, the time lapse might last 30 seconds, but it can take nine hours and stuff, you know. I'm trying to be more... I need to do like uh, portraits and hyperrealism and stuff. And then the blotters... Uh, changed my art style and I'm like doing sort of and uh I, I don't know what style it would be classed as now but like um a different it's different for me to do this style it's different for me to use colour and stuff you know um I guess like DMT and LSD changes everything I really does these things are sacred medicines you know if you ever want to work these things then yeah contact a shaman do it that way do it the proper way you know don't like you know, don't go to Bob the dealer and stuff and take some chemical that you don't know and stuff, you know, like, you know, be sensible about it and uh, take care of yourself and stuff because uh, these uh, things are no laughing matter and uh, they can uh, they can cause uh, psychosis and stuff. And uh, we, we actually had a friend who used acid and this isn't, this isn't, uh, no words of a lie that are... Uh, they used our LSD for the first time and um yeah, never came back. Never came back. The the brother and I would go to the place to visit them and it just stared. They just never came back. I don't know what the hell they saw. Or maybe they just left the body behind, but they never came back out of it. So that it can happen like that, you know, like it can happen. 
you know, I don't know what they saw in that place, but whatever they saw was enough to permanently take them away from here and cause a complete psychotic break. So you have to be uh, super careful with these things. You have to do your research. You know, if you're um, not going to do that, then like make sure you've got someone that's, that you trust with your life. I cannot stress that enough. You have to trust someone with your life. You can't just go to a shaman, you know. Like, these people that are going to shamans in Peru really pisses me off because it's nothing but racism, you know. Yeah, like the Shipibo family, if you want to go and see them, yeah, but it's paying six thousand pounds to drink ayahuasca and having to have that quote-unquote um, you know, um, authentic experience is, is is very racist indeed to say that uh, these people just because they're um, ethnic are different and that it's they're authentic because they offer this, you know. It, it's, I mean, like, if you're going to Ayahuasca, you may as well go to Amazon, let's be honest, you know, but there's places in Europe and there's the um, Santo Dame Church there's a church, if you guys believe in God Jesus and stuff you can, and you're a Christian there's a church, there's Santo Dame Church that you can take ayahuasca and, and uh, worship Jesus you know, like there's places for this instead of like getting stuff off a dealer or trying to bring it in your kitchen and stuff, you know um, which is bonkers you know, be careful you know, because your life can be over in the blink of an eye, you know, it really can be over in the blink of an eye, and life's, you're, you're a long time gone, you know, in a short time alive, so <laughs> make sure your focus is on being alive first, and being um, well, there's um, there's also this thing on uh, YouTube, Mark and Ollie, I believe it is, Mark and Ollie's ayahuasca trip and you see what I mean I mean there's a trained shaman in Peru they t- it, they fleece them right take their money give them ayahuasca and just leave them in the middle of the jungle now this man had lost his wife and he's seen his dead bloody wife and stuff and, and he's running through the jungle trying to find her you know and the other person's going insane because of this and the only thing to talk to, uh, sort of tether them to reality is this on boulder and the the shaman had painted two frogs on it a red one and a blue one and he kept muttering you know there it's a battle or something two lizards or i think or frogs <clears throat> something like that and he says it's a battle and one's trying to get on top of the other and that was the only thing it sort of but the next day they're saying like tarantulas running through their feet and stuff you know it's so like yeah so it does mean like in the Amazon itself, people have died, you know, people have died, and uh, a shaman killed someone in Amazon, and they buried their body, uh, which is bonkers, and uh, there's other things, like people with schizophrenia, um, the reason the person died was because I believe that science says that they had um, other things in their system that interacted with the MUI, and never made that aware to the shaman, which isn't the shaman's fault but the shaman should have reported that and uh, the toxology report revealed that yeah they did have something so it wasn't the shaman's fault at all but hiding a body that that's really dark shit and um, um, Mother Rosa um, from the uh, interesting story about Mother Rosa I, I'm going to tell you like a DMT trip I had with her and you're going to love that and um 
yeah, I, she was an Amazon and this schizophrenic guy. Um, you know, there's news reports saying they had mental illness, there's other reports saying he's just crazed, but he did have um, severe mental health issues. So he does the ayahuasca ceremony, he doesn't like what he hears in ayahuasca ceremony, he doesn't like the fact that she woke him up and showed him the truth because people take ayahuasca thinking it's a drug, right? And then when they see what they see on ayahuasca, they they can't handle it. Like they can't, they can't handle it. So what he does, um, he goes back, and this is the temple of the way of light. These people are beautiful, and they're, um, I love them so much. Um, beautiful, beautiful people. I really love them. I wish they wouldn't charge like six thousand pounds. So, um, but yeah. So he goes back with a machine gun, and pumps are full of um, bullets. And uh, the local community, by the way, found him and hanged him. They killed him. So, yeah, be careful when you're going abroad. <laughs> you know, be careful with ayahuasca. And, and or, I mean, you don't want to be the, tar- the person who turns on someone with a machine gun and slaughters them because of a ceremony. But um, I hope she's... And I know she's in a better place. Mother ayahuasca would have taken care of her and stuff. And I've seen her on journeys over there you know and I didn't even know she was dead I had seen her that was the whole thing I was on the DMT journey and I saw her and I went to pay my respects to her and I was like you know you're incredible you know the the, the whole universe recognised her and uh, she was uh, I was playing a video on YouTube and she just came out of it and she was there with me in every single dimension that I was in and she was singing you know these shamans the temple of way of light. These shamans are shamans. You know, the the uh, their songs command um, the ebb and flow of everything. It seems to be they they can command the ebb and flow of God itself, and and I really mean that. If you've ever been to Ayahuasca, I mean, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um. So yeah, I I was like right. I want to pay my respects. You know, she was there, and, and she'd just been gunned down. I think, like, um, it was the anniversary, it was the anniversary of her death, actually, and I hadn't known, and, um, yeah, it was horrible, like, I can't believe she's dead, honestly, I can't believe she's dead, like, she's such an incredible woman, but she is over there now, and I wouldn't like to be <laughs> that guy that goes over and meets with her over there, I really wouldn't, because, uh, that place respects her, and she knows, uh, she's not afraid <laughs> put it that way and if she could um, visit me in a ceremony um, and while she's dead then <laughs> I mean that that's real she really was there with me in a ceremony and like uh, yeah bizarre life is so precious fragile bizarre and stuff you know people think I saw a god, I saw a divinity, and I'm like, dude, look up in the sky, there's a fucking fireball above your head. Like, who put that in the sky? And who put the shriggling ball of um, blinking eyes called the earth, you know? We, we, come, we come out of the mud and stuff, and we're just sitting talking in podcasts next thing. You know, we're flying across space and stuff, and people are like, no, I don't believe there's anything divine, I don't believe there's any god and stuff, and like, dude... If the universe isn't conscious, then who are you talking to? <laughs> so, so, yeah, guys, hope you enjoyed story time. I'm over on Instagram. Come say hi. And I'm so grateful. Like, 
80 likes in an hour. Like, what? <laughs> I love you guys so freaking much. And uh, this is Kitsune saying love. I love you so much. Bye.